All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Rod and Flagon. I, of course, am Oliver Redboots, and I am here, as always, with my most stalwart of compatriots, Swanee, tell everybody about yourself. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Swan Mallsmith. I am the safety officer at the Temple of Gond. Praise Gond. Praise Gond, indeed. Uh, we're here uh, Giving questions. tips and tricks and tales. I feel like we're also doing a lot more of, like, what's going on in the realms, because we have been, and some of our takes on certain topics from time yeah. to time, right? We have been known to just drop some knowledge on people. And yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be 100% honest. Oh, I guess we should first like, address the elephant in the room, right? I'm sorry that I am blue. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so mean, this happens so often that I just I don't even know You become anymore, numb to it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. So, well, for those that don't know, I I was born with an innate ability to cast magic from I'm a sorcerer of, of some some renowned and sometimes this just really goes sideways, you know. And this week in the month is when I get the most wild magic surges. Yeah. So yeah, I'm blue. You know what happened this week? I had no. traveled to Sigil for a job. Okay. And I was casting the spell to shift me to the other plane. Yeah. Uh, and I developed a beard made out of feathers. I'm gonna oh. say that one more time for the kids in the back. I made a I I cast a spell, beard of feathers. I had to spend the whole five days in Sigil. With a fucking bird feather beard. Duck. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to take someone serious when they are blue and they have a feather beard? Oh, so you're blue and the feather beard. Yes, both. That's tough. It is. It's, it's like, I mean, uh, like, I mean, the feathers you can go like, uh, or cochra, da, 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 but like blue and the, uh, it's tough. There is nothing less menacing than a blue human thing. Well, I'm not really human. No, nevertheless, uh, a, bl- a blue person. Yeah, blue person. With a, with a feather beard. Were you there to be menacing? Yes! You were there to be menacing? Yes, I got a job from Shemeshka the Marauder. You're, you're familiar with them? Of course. Who isn't familiar with Shemeshka? So, so just for the, for the younger adventurers around the realms who don't know, Shemeshka is a very powerful entity in the city of Sigil. The king of the crossroads and the trade. It's, it's a whole thing. Oh, she's so, a big deal. She's big, a big, big deal. deal. So she brought me in to do a, a specific job for her, and part of that was I had to, you know, I had to, I had to confront some other people. But there's nothing less intimidating. Then someone who is blue with a bird feather uh, beard. It's just not its just not scary. That's yes. a lot to unpack. I know. I'm sorry. Well, all right. But I feel like if I saw a feathered blue person coming at me, I wouldn't think they could hurt me. Yeah, I mean, also, like, there has to be something to be said that the, the stones on someone who looks blue and has a feather beard and is also coming up to try to be intimidating. Like, yeah. they, got to, they have to know something, right? Right. It's like being assassinated by your kindergarten teacher. It's just... You don't expect it. You don't expect it. For right? sure. All right. I do want to address our intro real quick. Most of the note I got from your wife, Lucinda. Yeah. Yeah. So she has been listening to the show. I can tell that because she makes duck noises every time I see her. <laughs> yeah. I was going to... I was going to... She has been listening to the show. Yeah. Uh, she did point out to me that you're way better at this than me, which... Hurt my soul a little bit. I'm, I'm just surprised lie. that you had to be reminded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, we're, well, what are we? It's like we had a whole. We had a, it was the weirdest week in Waterdeep I could possibly have imagined. You know, after traveling the plains and coming back here, it almost felt like I was let down. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, traveling, shifting planes. Yeah. Traveling about the universe and then coming back to Waterdeep. I mean, you did. You had, you had that job and then you came back. And then we met with that bard. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so we talked, we talked last yeah. week. We had this bard that was going to do intro music for us. I just And I brought the bard it. around to your place. I don't understand them. Like, he had a violin. A violin. They it wasn't the violin that really... I mean, I don't, I don't know how he made the violin sound like a cat in an oven. 
But it just really wasn't what we were going. I mean, it would get your attention. Normally, you have to practice to be that bad at something, right? Like you don't like you. If I picked up a a a loot, right, and I started strumming the loot, I feel like I would without any training whatsoever would play a jauntier tune than that young man and his violin. We don't have intro music this no, week. No, no. We're mean, still looking for a bard. To be fair, all of the bards are currently practicing for the for the games that I guess the Olympics... The big, the the, big uh, yeah. The the big whatever the hell it is that they're doing. So it's kind of difficult for us to get someone qualified uh, with enough talent to do that right now. And that was another note from your lovely wife. She said we have to tighten up our intro and perhaps get some music. She so did. Like, well, you know, we knew all about that. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we tightened up our intro. We talked about it a little bit in advance. So hopefully, you know, new people know what we're doing now. I don't have to wonder where the voices are coming from or why. From the rock. And the, and the, right, yeah, from the we, rocks. We got to come up with a better system. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that, uh, that one place in Red Lodge is now playing it with like an echo chamber rock. So they oh. put all rock inside like a funnel so that the entire bar could hear it better. Oh, man. I don't, like, I feel like we should be complimented by that. I guess. also a little yeah. strange. Hey, Red Lodge, what's up? Hi, everyone in Red Lodge. So they have this phonograph thing on top of the Stone of Far Speech. Yeah, like one of those, like, uh, if you're hard of hearing. Yeah, it's like a cone of hearing. The cone of hearing. Yeah, so they put that out. And now they, they, from what I understand, they put it out to the patio. So, like, the, oh. the revelers on the patio can listen hey, to us. I feel, so I feel hello, fancy. everyone in Red Lodge. And please, again, send your birds with questions to at smallsmith. <laughs> it's the small things in life. I'm so God, sorry. God. And at Oliver Redboots. And... We will, or, or just to ask Rod and Flagon. Rod and Flagon. Yeah. We got a number of, yeah, we got a couple of birds in this week. That was great. Thank you so much. We did. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll float some questions in a little bit that came in. Yeah, let's float some questions now. I, I kind of want to get into the tips and tricks earlier in the show. All right, well, because okay. I feel like we bury them. We do. We bury them a little bit at the end. <laughs> hey, before, I'm sorry, though. Before we do that, okay. I, wanted to get, I wanted to let you know something. I'm ready. I'm saying my prayers this week. Right to God. Mm, praise God indeed. Praise God indeed. I was praying for you. Me. I was. Wow. And when I did, a little bell went off. Is that how you know you have service with Gond? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got five gods, five geese. <laughs> like, that's the other, like, bing, all Gond is in now. <laughs> no. Well. <laughs> so Gond is listening at that point. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Swan is literally on the floor now. Let me pick him up. <laughs> All right. I was trying to play you a compliment. That's I know. That's a deity in the multiverse that's, like, big on what you're doing here. Yes. Uh, which, you know, as someone who's not particularly uh, godly. I don't know about that. I mean, I'm not particularly good at being godly, but I don't... I mean, like, I know God exists. He, you've used his uh, magic to cure many of my wounds. That's true. That's true. And I and the ones that I've created on you. Yes, most of them. <laughs> most of them. Uh, so okay, so can we just go back? So you, you're saying a little prayer to God yeah, yeah. in the morning or the evening. I want to really set the tone for me. Okay, <laughs> all right, weirdo. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm eve- in the temple. Evening prayer time. Evening prayer time. Hey, praise God. Ding. Pray. Well, I was like, hey, you know, uh, this is what we got going on. It's it's more of a one way conversation with a deity. I don't know if you know this. Except I mean, for the I, bell. Yeah, I mean, deities. I think God has talked to me specifically about. Six times in my life. That's pretty good. I love the f***ing God talks to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, six times seems like a lot. They got a lot of people. They got a lot of shit going on. But, you know, it doesn't doesn't mean that, that there's not other forms of communication. Right? I mean, God's busy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, occasionally there's, when I say six times, there's like an actual conversation. You know, every now and then when you're doing something that, that God likes, he'll give you a signal. Uh, is it mostly case, in bell form? Or no, is this is new. You're, <laughs> and, and I did make sure nobody else heard it. Well. 
Okay. So it wasn't just like, oh, the the, the store like crossed away. The eggs already the at the local diner. Exactly. <laughs> the eggs are done. Uh, there was a little. There was a little like, oh yeah, I like what Oliver's doing. You're on. You're on Gon's good side, apparently. I mean, that's good because I mean, the job I had in Sigil was to. <clears throat> All right. So Shemeska is a very powerful trader, mostly in secrets. Like yes. Her, she trades in intelligence, right? You know, that's, that's how you really get money. It's a knowledge broker. Really. Right, yeah, and, and things like that. So there's a, there's a bar yeah. in Sigil called the Styx Oarsman. Yeah, I said have, yes. Have you heard of that? Yeah, we went there once. Dude, it's the most terrifying place I've ever... I think you might not remember it mostly, or at least the inside. I know we were there, but the inside is completely dark because yeah. everything in there is a devil or a demon, and there's a few angels in there, right? I had to turn the lights on in there. That was <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that anyone. This, I mean, like you go into a room where everything can Boom, see in the dark. All of a sudden, there's a blue feather man. Uh, yes, blue feather boy just turned on the lights. <laughs> I don't need to tell you, I was unpopular from the jump, right? <laughs> and I can see perfectly fine. She asked us to find a uh, a rakshasa of some renown and okay. and you know tell him that I was going to basically disintegrate him. If, okay. If she, it, it's a whole thing. Was there a money owed or favors owed? I or? don't. I don't. We don't even. You know, if Shemeshka asks you to do the thing, you do you the just thing. Just do the thing. Right? Yeah. And one of the things that separates a, de- a, a an entity like like that from like the castle enters is like you get fucking paid. Well, so I can buy drinks tonight. Okay. That doesn't happen very often anymore. I, know. I mean, uh, yeah. So my point in all of that is to say, well, maybe Gond knew that I was hunting down a a, a denizen of the lower hells to send it back there. And we did. We did. We, uh, we were actually able to just... I mean, at the end, we just transported him back to Avernus. So, I well, guess... I mean, but I, all's well that ends well. They didn't have to disintegrate anything. We turned the lights off back in the Sticks Oarsman, and we left. There's a... The bartender there is one of those de- devil's uh, demon snake ladies oh. with six arms. That makes a hell of a margarita. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two at once. I think... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to shake No shit. <laughs> Posted on the end of her tail and grrr, it was yeah. incredible. Right. Sure. So maybe Gon's bell went off for me because I was doing something good for once. I was doing something good for someone who's incredibly evil. Well, that's a moral gray area, right? If you're doing something good, but it's for someone who is typically. And for those that don't know, Shemeshka is a uh, herself is a is an Arcanaloth, which is a uh, a denizen of the lower. It's a demon, I think, or is it a devil? The demon? I believe it's a demon. Is it? You know that? Well, I, I'll have to. I have to give that one. You have the expertise in that. But, like, because it doesn't matter to me, frankly. No. You know, she pays well, and she asked me to do the thing, so I did the thing. So I can buy drinks tonight. I'm very happy about That's that. That's great. And I mean, I'm also happy that Gon's bell went off for me. I mean, I don't know if it had to do with your demon hunting. I just thought maybe that, that he liked the, the broadcast. I, if we can, if Gon could, like, ri- you know, ride us a bird, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> I don't know if Gon sends <laughs> birds. <laughs> maybe he does. Well, I mean, if he rings bells, he's a fucking god. He can do whatever he wants. That's true. That's very true. I was like, I, so, if, uh, you know, I guess we could talk about something like this, right? So for younger adventurers, if you're trying to figure out where your, your lot in life, um, and you're getting your power for some, from some otherworldly being, uh, otherworldly being, you should probably choose a god like Gond, who will give you a signal, who is more communicative of his desires and wants. And I don't, I've never met a, uh, an evil priest of Gond. I've never even met a mean priest of Gond. I mean, you know, we, we, we screen pretty good. Uh, From the most part, right? Yeah. Like, I've never had beef with any friendly hood. Like, we, we've always gotten along. Can't say that about a lot of the other DNA. No, that's true. Can't we say that about warlocks either, right? Warlocks, t- warlocks tricky. I mean, but they're kind of like clerics. They're kind of like clerics, yeah. Because they get they derive their 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 powers from an otherworldly being. Who that's right. Typically, not on the up and up. 
Well, yeah, I mean, not not that all clerics are on the up and up, but Warlock is sort of. Uh, it's we hate to a, paint with such a broad brush, though. Ah, uh, fair. Yeah. More of a more of a servitude relationship is how I think about it. Okay. Right. You, you get some power, but you have some tasks you have to do. Right, like uh, laundry or like. I was uh, laundry, maybe. I don't know. I have never been a warlock. Oh, they do wear excellent clothing, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I, I imagine if you're a priest of or a warlock of Asmodeus, he's going to want a certain level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You're going to yeah. have to. Those guys dress sharp. They they really do. All of their creases are particularly mm-hmm. crisp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could cut your finger on one of their creases. Whoo! Uh, I guess my point is, uh, we did have that halfling who traveled with us. He was I can't remember his patron, but it had something to do with tentacles. And we've said this before on this very show that tentacles large, are typically tr- tricky. Right. Yeah, not a sign of good things. No, never is. And and it was all he was always moist. He was always like wet. Uh, do you remember that guy? I do. It doesn't matter. It was a patron, though. It was like the old. Something, yeah, uh. someone sleeping far, he dreaming. I don't know. He didn't last very long. You figure us. like uh, supreme gods and whatnot. We would know their names, but we're just. We're past that part of our lives. Yeah, I don't honest, care anymore. Like, you know, I just, I've just i gotten to a place in my life where if I really wanted to, I could just shift my way over to them. And I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Right? Because there's, no, there's not, a lot of, not a lot of coin left in adventuring. All the younger guys seem to just soak ah. shit up. I mean, it's good. Right? It's not bad. Keeps the rates down, I suppose. Are you, are that, there's still that thing going on with the giants. And I'm really intrigued if we could, I, mean, I was hoping we could get one of the adventurers in here who knew more about it. Uh, but I just, you know, I'm sure they're out there actually solving the world's problems. There's something going on with the giants, and I, I know that there was... They had that they had that hill giant, like, fortress that is supposed to be a secret, but everybody knows where it's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grudhaug, or shit like that? Grudhaug. Something like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I heard that that was overrun, and the, 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 the head lady hill giant is now no longer amongst the living. Is she the... Um, yes, she's the girthy one. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, Thank all right. You. She, Thank you. They had, she, they, had a, they had to keep her in a cart to roll her around. I was going to say, big yeah. wheelbarrow, yeah. But, like, you have to remember, in Hill Giant society, that is, a, that is, that That's is top dog. the bee's knees, right? Yeah. That's the best of the best is you get pushed around in a cart because you can't be bothered to move anymore. You're yeah. eating too much. Which I don't hate on, if I'm being honest with you. Because, I mean, I do love a good sweet cake. Okay, that's not what I thought you were going with that. But, sure, I like a good sweet cake, too. I didn't know if you were about, like... Oh, man, I aspire to be so big, somebody has to move me around in a wheelbarrow. No, no. I don't know if my magics would work that well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, you know... Are your magics calisthenics-oriented? <laughs> well, they're not not, right? I, I, I feel... I think I've remained so skinny is because the sorcerer magic, it actually exacts a toll physically. All right. Right? Uh, unlike wizard magic, where I, like... You just read it. Yeah, yeah, or you read all you have to find some bad shit. Right? Yeah. Oh, let me get some guano <laughs> to make this fireball. Yeah. What a yeah. lazy f***ing school. Man. I was wondering about... Uh, so you're right. I mean, there are some weird spell components for wizards. Oh, dude, you have no idea. Yeah. But how do they, like... The first time I saw a wizard take out some uh, guano... Yeah, bad ...and start drawing shapes in it, I'm like... Wha- yeah, here's another thing. Who hey, figured this crap out the first time? Young adventurers... <laughs> Like, how would you, like, like it was an accident? You're like, I was just playing some poop, and all of a sudden, boom, something happened. The same person that tried milk out for the same time, probably, uh, mm. for the first time. So, <laughs> uh, like, mm, I, what's that? That what's cow that? looks tasty. <laughs> I don't know, the, the goat one would be particularly scary. I mean, like, which I'd like to think somebody graduated or degraduated down from cow. They were like, well, if cows is pretty good. Exactly. How bad could it be? (laughs) Guess what? It's bad. Yeah, until you get like hippo. You're like, no. (laughs) Ostrich? Oh. But this is a good tip for young adventurers out there. Like, if you decide to go into wizardry, first, I mean, that you you do have to be rather intelligent, right? These the scripts, the runes, they're difficult to read. Yeah, complicated. For sure. It's not an easy thing to do. But also, 
if I hope you're a hoarder or a collector of some type because you are going to have <laughs> to find all of these useless trinkets and you have yeah. to keep them. Yeah. Right? You have to like you have to find batch to make a fireball. I can just make a fireball. Yeah. I mean, I do have a few uh you know, I I've wor- worked my way up into some wizardry uh ranks, but I mean most I mean, to be real good, you, you gotta be a little OCD. Yes, and you have to be—you have to like a catalog. You have like a, a a system in place to be able to reach into your pack quickly to find the right yeah. bat poop yeah. to make the thing not go. That, not that bat poop. The other bat poop. A, a diamond. You had the, so there's a particular spell that lets you uh, you create yeah. an orb of some type of elemental magic, right? And it does damage to your enemies. It's cool. You can start a fire with it. You can dissolve stuff. You have to have a diamond, a fifty gold piece diamond for that. A 50 gold piece diamond is not that big. Oddly specific, too, right? Right. It's like, why just that? Hey, hang on, man. I got some. I have some spells with me here. Like, I have to keep. I have to keep some. <laughs> I like spells. it's just a diamond, though. Like, it doesn't specify a certain cut or color or clarity. You know, none of the four C's or whatever the heck. <laughs> it's just like a diamond. Any kind of diamond will do. Dude, I wish I. I, I didn't know we were going to get into this. I would have come a little bit prepared. Like, are you familiar with the uh, the spell dancing lights? You know, I mean, like we we've gone into. When you didn't have your uh, magic goggles, yeah, right. We go into dungeons and whatnot. Phosphorus. Do you know the difference between sulfur and phosphorus? Well, I guess you would because you're I a safety offer in a fort. Right. But young adventurers out there, when you're about to go into a dungeon, and I mean, you yellow need phosphorus light, and sulfur, unless you unless you can scratch it and smell it, look very similar. And um, you do not, you do not want to mix those two those two things up, because one of them, uh, one of them burns and smells bad. One of them burns and goes. And then you're blinded for like ten minutes. I don't, but I don't want to. Al- I, I do want to discuss the fact that you also need witchwood and a glowworm, like an alive glowworm. It doesn't specify, but I would. I would, I guess so. Okay, right. This is just the things that I have to know because I mean, know. I hope it is not a live glowworm because then, you, like, you need to find a new glowworm every twenty-four hours. I know, shit, right? And then you have to mush them all together, <sighs> and then the, the magic takes hold and it takes it from there. Then you have these orbs dancing again, around you. Again, how do you figure this out? I don't know. I really I don't know. I need to know. squish this bug and combine it with this rock. That's what they do in wizard school, man. Okay. They come they just uh, my guess is there's a lab with like a bunch of nerds. Okay. And they all just get random and they put it all together and they utter arcane sayings and they just see what happens. Cuz if we're being honest, the arcane sayings aren't that dissimilar amongst the spells. Right. It is just those pieces of things that you have to uh, accompany those sayings. Yeah, the activation verbiage is <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Poof. Poof. <laughs> Abracadabra. Right. It's always something stupid, too. Right. It's never like, it never sounds intimidating unless it's in Old Elvish, which I always found is a pretty, for as boring as a race uh, of things that elves are, their language is really scary. Yeah, the high elf, particularly high elf. Particularly high elf. Super right? duper polished. Because it always sounds like they're cursing you. Yeah. And they could just be ordering a cup of coffee. And it, that's terrible. What did you just do? I ordered a pie. But bat guano for fireball. I will never understand that. Oh, yeah. um, one that I thought was kind of cool, though. It's, 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 it's kind of alliterative, right? So if you want to disintegrate someone, yeah. so I can just do that innately. Yeah. Um, for a wizard to do it, they need dust. <laughs> I don't know why that just made me laugh. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, I'm going to disintegrate this, but first I need some dust yeah. <laughs> to turn that other into thing dust. into dust. Yeah. That's a hat on a hat, for sure. It um, is definitely a hat on a hat. That's another thing. If you're a wizard... You have to wear a dopey hat. I mean, is that where they store all the spell components? Is I that why they wear the hats? No, most they of them... They a bunch of glowworms crawling around up there. And... <laughs> oh, gods. It's like, how, how embarrassing would it be 
you're a part, you're a new wizard, right? You're part of an adventuring group. You're off to find some more yeah. and better part. You go into the dungeon. No one can see in the dark. You're like, hold on, everyone. Let me find my glow worm. <laughs> Darn it, I brought the wrong weed. <laughs> I didn't bring witch wood. Yeah. <laughs> this is witch stick. Son of a <laughs> We're back to the fucking start. Hang on, everyone. We have to go outside. How, how is everyone's foraging skills? <laughs> <laughs> Did we bring a ranger? Keep an eye out for any bats. That's why sorcerers are inherently superior to wizards. Yep. I know. I know I what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I mean, Your wife's a wizard. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does make it kind of tricky. Yeah. So this will ixnay that one. All right. We'll put it. We'll put a pin in that. And we'll I would say, say that the good wizards make it like. Oh no! Yes, I understand what you're saying. The good wizards live way longer than the sorcerers because oh, well, there's, that's, there's, that's, that's not what I was going for. Uh, I was just thinking that the good wizards sort of make it look effortless. Well, I would argue that a good barbarian makes pulling off an arm of an evil person fair. Before. Good, good anything makes it look right. effortless. Yeah. Except the good bard. It always looks the same to me. It's yeah. always creepy. It's and to always... be fair, if my wife said, "Go out and get me some baguano." Has she ever asked you to do that? Yeah. Do you just go to the store? Or is it like a? I know a guy. You have a baguano guy. I've, yeah, I do. <laughs> really? I mean, there are a couple of wizard component people in Waterdeep, right? So if you know, oh uh, yeah, Uncle know, Willie's, you right? You go to Uncle Willie's, sure. Yeah, that's why I, I most of my uh, wizard spells I try to keep as you know I, I perform as a ritual. Yeah, but so I usually will go get the components from Uncle Willie. But I just always find it such a bore. Alchemy, ugh, this boo, right? Because like one of the reasons I love being a sorcerer is I can just make that <laughs> shit happen. I mean, it is way more convenient. Yeah. Except for like one of so some of my compatriots, right? Some of my uh, peers, yeah, uh, got their magics from the kinky ancestors who wanted to do it with dragons. No, that's I'm I'm being dead ass serious. Like, I know, I know. I always wondered if they wanted to do it with dragons or dragons wanted to do it with them. I don't know if consent was always involved. Yeah. I like to think it was. Yeah, because I feel like if a dragon wants you, a dragon's gonna have you. It's gonna, uh, yeah. Oof, man, that's creepy. Nonetheless, nonetheless. So, but. The the older you are as a sorcerer of, of that ilk, yeah, the more you look like a dragon. Oh, interesting. I don't know if you noticed that. You've seen, uh, what is it? I think his name was Roscoe. Roscoe had those big gold dragon wings. Yeah, he liked to keep them tucked in because sure, sure, he was like, for some reason, he was ashamed of them. I don't know, man. If I had big ass gold dragon wings, that's all I would talk about. Yeah, I would be using them. To like block out the sun as I walk down the streets. Oh yeah. Oh, no need for a Are parasol. Are you kidding? I'd be walking around in a speedo with those things out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I don't need an umbrella. Poof, yeah. wing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm. Flying. What are you looking at? <laughs> I mean, like I know we're walking together to go get coffee, but I'm flying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You nerds walk. I'm <laughs> flying everywhere we go. Yeah. Are you warm? Let me fan you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did. This is the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And he was ashamed of them. Poor guy. That's all right. So what else happened this week? I feel like we've been rambling on about nonsense. I hope young adventurers got some tips or tricks out of that. That sorcery is far, far superior. But we do need to circle back to cleric magic because it gets a real bad rap. You think so? I know. I know so, man. I've seen you do some cool shit that didn't involve healing. But everyone I always talk to be like, oh, you got to have a cleric for healing. Like, I feel like healing was more like your secondary thing. Like, every now and yeah. then it was, like, it was like that thing you do. I've seen you call lightning down oh, from yeah. the heavens and blow shit up. That yeah. was amazing. No one ever talks about that cool hammer that you would just manifest over a bad guy's. Oh, yeah. And the, hey, wait a minute. That made a bell sound every time it hit. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. that's a callback, man. Okay. <laughs> Unintentional. I never... Was it intentional? No. Oh, that just happened. It just happens. Oh, I mean, no one ever talks about that, the, the fact that you could just manifest a, a big maul and pop somebody. I mean, I like... I like there are certain gods and reli- uh, religious sects that are a little bit more uh, pugilistic in addition to... Um, just making people feel better? 
Yeah. Making people feel worse. Right. right. I mean, uh, the clerics are gone. We're known to be able to swing a hammer. Yeah, you're known um, to get some shit done. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, um, I, I mean, there you had that other spell, that, that bolt thing, that would illuminate a bad guy for me to hit after yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That was always very convenient for Super me. convenient. Yeah. Doesn't get talked about enough. Clerics are radically underappreciated for their outside for their outside of healing, right? For their battle skills. I mean, I think a lot when people you say cleric, a lot of people think life clerics. Oh yeah, they think the the medicine nerds. Yeah, the medicine nerds. Okay, all right. I mean, that's fair. Like, well, because in Waterdeep, you know, we have a very robust system of healthcare. That if someone has to go see a cleric, they go see a life cleric because there are plenty of them. And they well, don't. any cleric, really. I mean, that's part of well, we talked about this last week, right? That's part right. of the of the uh, thing. Things you have to do to get tax protected status is you have to perform community service, and that's part of how um, we maintain healthcare in, in Waterdeep. Right, that's how I mean, it's paid for. Yeah, that's how it's paid for. All right, all right. But, I mean, most of those clerics are life clerics. That is what the life clerics sort of live for. We, we are here to patch people up. All right. Well, I think we should take a break, and we should fill up our drinks and come back and talk about some other cool shit that we did this week or maybe yeah. some other tips and tricks. That sounds good. You good? I'm good. All right, we'll be right back, everyone. Right back. And we're back. We are back. Drinks fresh. So, normally when we come out of the break, we have, we've had a sponsor. Yeah. Right? We had We've been lucky. Miss Morgantha and her mincemeat pies. Not so lucky. Not so lucky with that. Um, remember, if you see her, um, she is a criminal. Do not buy her pies. Do not eat the pies. And they are people. Nobody tell Dernan. Uh, no one tell Dernan. And then, so, the temp agency. Man, this this was a big miss on my end, I have to admit. Oh, no. What so, happened? So, the temp agency, turns out, is just a recruitment tool for a cult of Bane. Oh. Yeah, they were using us because they know well they, they know of our particular stance against cults. So they thought if they could advertise for themselves and like infiltrate some younger adventuring groups, they could turn them to the services of Bane. So we're back at these fucking cults again, man. So I mean, there's a lesson here, right? And we're two experienced adventurers, and we, uh, yeah, cults are everywhere. They, so we still found it out that oh my gods. You know, I thought we were dealt. Remember Yancy Bin? He was the guy who was the it, the, the air cult. He was, I don't know, like Stiff Breeze Cult. I don't remember. The, they did that whole thing. It was it was Lucy's thing where she stopped the, the elemental thing. I oh, don't right, remember. right. Yeah. But, like, always with the f***ing cults. And so the temp agency was a thing with, um, the, with the cult of Bane. So I, apologies to anyone who used them. Please stop using them immediately. They're dangerous. Um, they, they may kill you in your sleep. Be um, safe. Go to a tavern. If you're in a tavern now and one of your compatriots was you were hired, then just instantly slay him. Just, I mean, I hope that right now there are a few... Bo- oh, sh- Oh, oh, man. That's a... Okay, well, okay, I guess it's yeah. happening already. Yeah. All right, so we don't really That's have a... good a- stab, sir. Right. Nope. All right. Okay. So, yeah. My bar fights are frequent here. So I guess for this week's sponsor, I wanted to tell everybody about Uncle Willie's. I know we mentioned it earlier. Uncle Willie's is where you go to get your, your magic supplies, your alchemical supplies. Big fan of Uncle uh, Willie's. He's just, he's just a friend of the friends, you know, so go him. If you're in Waterdeep, go to his magic shop. Been around yes. for like 30 yeah. plus years. All of the accoutrements you need for your casting of spells. He has all the guanos, all the phosphoruses, all the witchwoods. And all, all legit. Right? He's not going to yeah. try and sell you stuff. And he's not even paying us for this. Like we just No, no, we're I, just we're just big fans. This is just the kindness of our because I can't do I can't do another like hidden evil uh, thing anymore. Like they, they keep getting through us. It's we not, do we need you know what we need? We need somebody to vet these things. Yeah, we do. We need, we need a vetter. I mean, we need, so, like, of the laundry list of things that we need, right? We need a bard to, to play us a jaunty jingle to yeah. intro. Right. Uh, we need to, as Lucy said, we need to tighten up our intro. Yeah. Right? And and we need someone, when an agency or person contacts us to plug their thing, we need to make sure that it's not 
secretly people in the pies or secretly a cult trying to weasel their way into adventuring groups. Do you think we should hire somebody to do some of this stuff for us? Well, how, do we have to pay them? Probably. Then no. Okay. I mean, I can't... I mean, we could think about it. We could put... A, uh, do you have, like, a apprentice at the forge that may be interested? I mean, I'll take a look. I know we are going to have our but if first... You have a, I mean, you could also... You could send a note to us at Rod and Flagon if you want to, like, apply. Tell us how you can help us out. I don't know if we can pay you. <laughs> it's not like we're making a lot of cash here. Yeah, I mean, like, we can have a discussion about it, though. I know we are going to have our first guest next week. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll... we'll we that, keep that one a secret for now. That's a, that's a pretty exciting thing. I like that one, though. So did we get any questions from the birds this week? We did. We, we got a couple of questions. Okay, so first of all... I'm listening. We got a number of questions... That sort of fall along the, like, hey, this is, I've got this weird rash. Or, hey, I'm a little itchy. Well, they all know you're a cleric. Exactly. Right? Just yeah. go see a cleric. Yeah. Right? Just, I'm not going to answer weird questions about your itchy nether regions on this. Like, <laughs> no, just go see do- a cleric. <laughs> you don't want to do any personal medical. <laughs> no. No, I'm not giving personal and medical advice. Uh, I'm uh, not going to chant healing me, word Mr. to you Moss over the Smith. airwaves. I got a case of the old Daggerford flu, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, a little Daggerford flu downstairs. <laughs> No, I'm not hailing you from here. All right, go see a cleric. <laughs> well, you know, those people, some people have a real itchy thing for the healing word. Yeah. Now they can't I was, say no to that. You know? I was going to talk about that at the end because we're doing a little charity work. Um, so for people, I mean, I, I imagine this is ubiquitous. So I imagine if you, This is for sure throughout the realms, right? Yeah. yeah this I mean, can you, everybody be knows somebody that's been affected by... Healing word. Being addicted to healing word. Yeah, it's um, we, they, we call it the water deep itch. Water deep itch. Yeah, it's really bad down in Southie. But um, you know, the, all of those dock workers with like you know bum knees and bum backs—they just can't get away from. The yeah, I mean, they'll go to the, the pub after work, and you see them sort of like in a little circle and start to chant the healing word, and yeah. hopefully they get a little spark. So just be careful with healing word out there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. What are you guys going on to the clinic then, or at the at the clinic? <laughs> We, I know I should not call the Forge the clinic, no, but, I mean, well, but we do have a clinic. Many right? days has been a clinic for me, too. We do. Mm-hmm. We, we've had a number of days where we just run a clinic days as part of our community service, right? I mean, so that's part and parcel of the gig. But praise like, gone. Praise gone. We are um, we're running a little outreach program uh, called Not Too Far Gone. <laughs> I, it's not my favorite name. I thought it was a you didn't come up with that, did you? I did not. No, you didn't even have anything to say there. I really didn't. I was they, they, you, were, you were not at that meeting, were no, you? No, I was not at that meeting. <laughs> I saw the paperwork. I was like, <laughs> but oh, not but too far gone. Between that and the fucking bell, I can't handle any more gone today. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! The man upstairs. I uh, know. I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Praise gone. Yeah, praise mm-hmm. gone. We're doing some outreach. Uh, so if you have some friends or family that are really uh, hard up the the water deep itch, you know, bring them by. Um, You'll take we're care of them. not going to give them healing word, right? Because that's just sort of setting them up. But we can sort of counsel them. Uh, see what we can do about getting them uh, on the on the straight and narrow. All right. I mean that that's good community service. Yeah. yeah all right. I mean that's that's gone works in weird ways. So yeah. what are our questions? Not to bring it back. Oh. Did you uh, make? Hang on. Did you make the birds into a stew again? Yes. Did I you mean, bring any in? No. Did you want me to? Yeah, dude. Did bring okay. it in? Yeah, don't. I chew up. Because I mean, like, I just had my birds go to you now. So. Yeah. I mean, Lucy makes a heck of a stew. I know. I wouldn't mind having some. You know. All right. Well, like, we just have you your wife. It's just do think your wife is like. Um, one of the world's most powerful wizards. Excellent cook. Yeah, she does. That she does that's, right. that's very confusing. She's How a she mean This is like she's a like a dual threat. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, sorry about that. So our uh, first question. So we got a number of questions. I mean, it's 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 a good question. We we I had this concern myself when we were starting out about optimal right, sort of big air quotes here, right? Optimal party composition. 
party? You mean like who you should travel with and if you're yeah, going yeah. into a dungeon? Like, do I really need a healer? Yes. Or can I get by without a bard? Absolutely. Could I? I don't know if that really is an optimal party configuration. I would just say that if you're a party of five wizards, um, bring a few extra body bags. Especially our, our beginning acolyte wizards, right? Like, you know, there's really no, there's no formula to it, but I wouldn't go all the same thing. You do need someone who's willing to get into the mix and not a lot of squishy finger wagglers. You know yeah, what I'm saying? There's the there's sort of the old wisdom of you need a, a, a big person, you need a healer, and you need some ranged... Right? Whatever the range may be, yes. Whatever range may be. Might be wizard, might be might be ranger. Might be an elf. Yeah. Might be, right. Your point about too many wizards is, is exactly right. Right? I, I think one of the things you were striving for in a good party is diversity. And balance. And balance. You need you need a, a bunch of things that are good at a bunch of different things. Right. Don't you don't want everyone to be great locksmiths, yeah, and no one can actually lift anything. Yeah, five 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 rogues. Bad. 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 No who's getting paid? Right. One rogue is leaving that. Right, thing. and you got one bag of gold, you just keep circling away and you know. Yeah. Right. Not happening. Not happening. Uh five wizards. Nope. Nope, tricky. don't do that. Eight barbarians. Eight barbarians. Actually I kinda would like to see that. I mean, I feel like they'd start fighting with each other before... They'd, well, they'd, they'd start out with eight barbarians and they'd leave yeah. with, like, four. Yeah, you leave with four. Yeah. I'm not but sure they actually retrieve any treasure, but they nope. scrap. I'm not even sure they'd make it past the first room, to be frank with you. A lot of anger, a lot of yelling. I mean, that's pr- probably why the first level, uh, the first room in any dungeon is probably, you know, typically there's, like, a strength part, and then there's typically, like, an intelligence part. Right. Right, it's an easy way to sort of screen out the parties do you of eight barbarians. The, do you think the kobolds do it that way on purpose? There's, like, some type of screening mechanism? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, the, the, that family of kobolds that runs all the dungeon traps. Why don't like, they do the design work? You don't think they did the design work, too? Not necessarily. Really? Yeah, I think they're more on the maintenance side. I mean, like, we've met some really smart kobolds, though. You don't think they're doing the design, too? I mean, it could be. We should we should find one and ask them. Man, because they're sneaky little fuckers. Yeah. And it would not surprise me that they're not only doing the design work, that they're also doing the maintenance. Could be. And then, like, in the in the fact of the maintenance, they could make the traps even more deadly as the time goes on. True. Like, oh, like, oh, these three fighters made it through this pit trap. I'll have to make it sneakier. Right. Oh, I'll, lay, I'll, I'll load the platform up with grease so they have to slide down even faster. Like, they, that's real shit, man. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to, uh, hopefully you're going to go into a fresh dungeon. <laughs> right? A newish dungeon. Well, they haven't worked out all the kinks yet. <laughs> right. Right. That's why the older dungeons are always the scariest yeah, fucking yeah. Oh, Ooh. man. I guess that's a fair point. Like I mean, the one longer over there, like, you know, go down the yawning portal. Oh, that no. one's super scary because yeah, it's been around that. forever. Yeah, that's, right? They're just yeah. working and working and working on that. It's a killing you want that, machine. You want that new dungeon smell. You want that new dungeon smell. <laughs> I don't know what that smells like. but <laughs> It smells like not blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it does not smell like copper in here. Right. Oh, that's right. Right. <laughs> it doesn't smell like death. Yeah, let's go. Let's check ah, it out. Lavender. Mmm, new yeah. dungeon. <laughs> the longer the family of kobolds have lived there, yeah. like if, if we're on the 17th generation, they got that ah, figured out, man. They really do. They really do. <laughs> You're going to want to abort immediately. So what else you got? Well, that was a good question. I would, But I, I guess our official answer was, like, just find, diversify your needs. Yeah, I mean, like, two of anything is okay, probably. Right. Three of anything? Maybe we get a little weird. Yeah, a little, a little weird. weird. Yeah. Like, especially, like, three clerics with three separate deities. Like that could that could that could be a little iffy, right? A paladin and two other clerics, and then the paladin finds out the clerics aren't exactly on the up and up. That could go south too. I mean, you gotta if you're a cleric, you know the the friendly paladins, right? I right, you, you know the ones you can kind of count on, yeah, yeah. And you don't want two sorcerers and a wizard because the sorcerer is gonna bully the, <laughs> the wizard, right? Uh, and then this, I I would always get yourself a good sorcerer. Avoid wizards 
as much as possible. Especially the creepy ah. illusionist wizards and the, the useless necromancies. Oh, the illusionists. Do, do you, well, I should mean, we talk about have exactly <laughs> Should we talk about <laughs> we that? Should. Well, all right, here's a tip for your very, very young adventurers. Avoid illusionists? No. Okay. The other way. Sing it to me. Oh, okay, all right. Um, I would be delicate about this. Illusionists are good. Making people believe they're not that good. Uh, okay, that's not what I was going for. I was going to say illusionists are good at picking up uh, companionship. Oh, they're sluts. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, okay, ab- absolutely. That's right. That yes. like that. I feel like it's a whole school of magic uh, into tricking people to like you. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not, you're not saying anything indelicate. Okay. Illu- like, half their clothes have buckles on them. Of yeah. course they're into something weird. It's true. Every Dressed in all black with 19 buckles. It's not, yeah, you should, you should not, why do you have, why is your cloak leather? Get the <laughs> f*** out of here with that <laughs> It's unnecessary. Illusionists are the creepiest school. So, okay. So the eyeshadow. It's not necessary. They, they wake up in the morning, they do their hair for four hours. You, we, we, like, in a dungeon. Are you f- <laughs> shitting me, man? So, like, you've, you heard me rant about necromancers, how I think it's the laziest form of, of wizardry. On the other side of that, illusion, I think, is the hardest form of wizardry because there's so much self-care involved. Like, you just can't do the magic. You, you have to, you have to, it's a whole thing. You have to get dressed up. It's you have to perform the whole time. Yeah. So, oh, look at me. I'm d- I can make this thing. And it, I, my whole goal is to charm that person into falling in love with me by using this illusory thing that me- doesn't even look like me. It's, it, it's just, it's, they just want to get laid, man. That's really, it's, it's two, the, w- that school of magic is the, this, the, the worst school of magic. It really is. Because I've never met a normal, like, he wasn't, I could go on and on about illusion. I think we should put a pin in illusionists, but the buckles and the, and the eyeshadow and the and the heels. Why do you don't need heels? <laughs> I mean, they are typically shorter. Did, well, well, they're making up for stuff. You yeah. know, like they have to. They're they're trying to. It doesn't I guess matter. all I'm suggesting is if you want to sow your oats. Yeah, if you need to get laid as a young adventurer, having an right. illusionist in your party, it's going to help. Going to lubricate. No issue. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Illusionist. Blech. Necromancy. Blech. <laughs> Sorcerer is the way to go. Man. I kind of knew this was gonna. You're gonna set me off. You're gonna set, set me off. off. Yeah. All right, what are the other questions? Let me know. What's up? So I think the last question we have, um, and I think every every adventurer sort of faces this at some point, um, is, you know, you get a reputation, right? You go out and you save a town, that's great, but typically involves killing a bunch of goblins or bugbears or cultists or whatever, and you go to the next town. And you do it again. You do it again. Yeah, well, that's part of making the realms a safer place, is removing evil from the world. Correct, right? So it's, it is a public service in some way. You get paid for it. It's a job, but you're making the realms better, but... There are some people that will essentially label you a murder hobo. Wait, like in a negative light? Yeah. So you suggest uh, those people are suggesting that traveling amongst the world, right, and solving problems by murder because you can't just like rehabilitate rehabilitate a large group of bugbears who kidnap and eat people. Like that's something you can talk and reason out of, right? Like you have you you have no choice. The dragon's going to be strafing your town and burning stuff up. Yeah, he's to be killed. He's got to go. He's got to go. So. I hope they don't assume that they can just, you know, not be murder hobos. That's part of the young adventure experience. It is. Okay, I understand. It can be a little, it can see, be seen in a negative light. But my suggestion would be to embrace it. Yeah, especially, lean in. Lean in, especially in the younger. Like, if you're going to be a murder hobo, right, that should not be your entire identity. But right. if you're going to do it, lean into it. Be good at it. Be good at it. Yes. Don't just, like, 
But don't roll in town and be like, hey, where are your new murder hobos? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Make sure that there's a purpose behind murder hobos. When you go hobos. home for the holidays, yeah. be like, what'd you do this year? Murder hoboing. Yeah, check out, the, check out the boards. Make sure that the the people that you're murder hoboing deserve it. Yeah. You don't, you know, like, make sure you're on the right side of the argument. Yeah. Right? And as, as best you can. As best you can. There are going to be some gray area, right? They're all with... With removing something from living, there's going to be some gray area, but like... Or sending it back to death. Oh, so, so that too. But it's like, if you're considered a murder hobo because you go and you save people from cultists and you've done it more, you know, a few times, five or six times, I don't see that as a negative, man. I mean, it is part, you know, having a reputation has a purpose. It's a good thing. It will open up some jobs for you. It will clear yeah, some paths for you. Exactly. You will not have to get into a lot of bar fights if everybody's like, oh, the murder hobos The murder hobos have arrived. Like, we're going to give them some space. Yeah. Uh, the, the mayors and the elected officials of some of the smaller cities are going to come out and they're going to welcome you or they may ask you to sleep outside. They're not going to send you on runaround jobs because you're like, oh, if, mm-hmm. I, if I send these guys off to do the thing. They're going to do the thing. They're going to do the thing. So yes, I mean, enjoy your murder hobo lifestyle while you're young and you still can. Yeah, exactly. I think that's and it. And then leave it behind. Yeah. Although, I, go, you know, go far from home to be a murder hobo. Don't be ashamed of your murder hoboness. No. But mm. I mean, like, hey, look, I, I don't want to bring my kids to school and have them be weird. <laughs> like, have their friends be like, oh, he comes from the murder hobo family. Like, you know, <laughs> you if you're going to go adventuring, at least <laughs> you think don't, a, I mean, don't uh, go uh, local. Bring your kids to work day for murder hobos. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm going to go to Red Lodge and kill some hobos today. <laughs> now you're twisting me around. I'm sorry. I'm just me. saying, like, if you're going to be an adventurer, go adventuring on the road. Right. Right? Go far afield. The hobo be being the... Be a murder hobo, not locally. <laughs> yeah, a local murder hobo is just a uh, psychopath. This is a maniacal. Right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what just a murder. Oh, he was the local murder hobo. <laughs> That's not a great look. What did your dad do? He was an adventurer. Oh, you mean murder hobo far away from home. <laughs> Yes. He traveled his hobo. He traveled his murder <laughs> hobo destinations. <laughs> All right, man. I can't think of anything else to say this week. Cause this is this is wackadoo <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> I hope our young adventurers out in the world really get took yeah. something from this. Because yeah. this is a good one. Get on the road. Far from home. And do your murder hoboing. Do your murdering far, far away from home. And please, only the bad ones. Yes. Yeah. Find it. We talked about this, uh, I think, cult. in the very first episode. Like, have a conversation if you can. Before the murder hoboing starts. Right. As best you can. All right? We good for this week? We are good for this week. As a reminder, um, you know, send us your birds. Send us notes to Rod and Flagon. Uh, if you have questions for your adventuring party, if, if Boots owes you money. I do, no, 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 no. I mean, I do. I owe lots of things money, and I, I did not get paid from Shinesca. Uh, I'm going to have lots of people come in. All right. Well, whatever. Send me your birds. Send too. us your birds. At Just do Oliver it. Just Red send Boots, us your birds. Uh, at Rod and Flagon, at Oliver Red Boots, at Smallsmith. We'll be and around. We'll, we'll be around. We're here every week doing our little... Uh, we'll have our first guest next week as well. I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited. So uh, please tune in next week. Um, and until then, happy adventuring. Have a great week, everybody.